thank you. country plays hard as I will play the rest of the season and you never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push everybody the rest of the season. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. I knew we had a good chance to beat him when I heard Feinbaum picked him to win by about 25 points. Somebody tell me. Turned by Chris Davis. Davis goes left. So, Parker, do you remember what I said the score would be between Florida and Miami? Look, I knew that was going to be the first thing you said. And all I got to say is, shut the hell up. Hey, I'm just saying, <laughs> I said it would be a one-score game. I know, and what makes it even worse is my second question. I said, what? You think it's going to be a one-score game? I know. Listen, did you hear my voice there? My yeah, God. yeah. But, is that just from screaming? Dude, let me tell you what, man. What a day! What a day! And, and all and looking back at it, obviously we, you know, we'll get into the game in a second here. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was cool. It was it was a cool atmosphere. Cool to see everybody. But yeah, I mean, I was screaming. I was screaming. I mean, definitely had drank too much. I was like trying to get chance going. Screaming at my boys. I mean, at one point, I was just hugging people I'd never met in my life. Uh, <laughs> So, so walk me, just walk me through the day. Like, take me through the game day experience with Parker Gailey. All right. So, I'm a planner, but I rode my boy down there because I got an F-150, got a little lift on it. That ain't getting in a parking garage. So, I said, hey, let's take the Volkswagen. So, we hop in the Volkswagen. We go down to Orlando. My boy knows the area a little bit, so he sneaks us into this nice little parking garage. Ten bucks parking. I thought it was a great deal. Ten bucks for parking? That's pretty good. Will you agree? Yeah, it's pretty good. Definitely good compared to what you'll pay in Atlanta. So we had read that there were shuttles taking things, take shuttles taking people to the stadium. So we we're like, all right, we'll just chill out here. So in the parking garage, I downed two tall boys of some cores. And then we go into this Irish pub and I drink a draft or two. And right now it's like 2:30. So we got another like four and a half hours till game time. Oh my goodness. So, so then, then um, we start walking around. We go to all these bars, but it's just getting slammed. Like you're not going to get your drink. And then, like, you're going to get your drink in like 45 minutes. And I was keeping this bus train rolling. So I told my boy, I said, hey, let's just go to the tailgate that we have tickets for, which is the big three roll up. And yep, he was like, okay, right. about that. he was like, all right, let's go. So this is where it gets kind of crazy. So we're, we're looking to find the shuttles. We can't find the shuttles. So we're like, we're just going to walk. So we walk like a mile and a half. We get to this, we get to the, we get to the big three roll up. We get there. It's free drink. Well, not free drinks and free food, but with the purchase of a ticket, you get drinks and food. So first thing I do, it's like, it's like four o'clock at this point, And I hadn't had anything to eat the whole day, and I just nothing to really drink either. And I just ate some barbecue, and it was great. 
Then I started throwing, throwing more drinks back. Just bam, bam, bam. I'm feeling good. Then my my buddy Sean, who does some stuff for NBA, Junior NBA, ACC, SEC, I go up to the Silk, who's the head of Big Three Roll Up, or one of the heads, and I said, hey, Silk, this guy's part of ACC, SEC. Why don't y'all exchange information? And Silk had never met me in my life, but he was like dapping me up. Really nice guy. Well, they started exchanging which information. Team, which team does he follow of the, the Big Gators. Three Roll-Up? The Gators. Gators. The, Ga- okay. the Big Three Roll-Up was like 95-5 Florida. So, hey, um, for those of you who don't know, the Big Three Roll-Up is a college football podcast where there's three guys. One is an FSU guy, one's a Miami guy, and one's a Florida guy. Um, so it's similar to this show, but there's three people, and they focus on those three Florida schools, not a conference as a whole. Yep. Exactly. Good rundown. Then, after that, I go. My dog's barking. Hold up, I gotta get this. Yeah, we'll just pause it. Charlie! <laughs> Charlie! <laughs> all right, all right, I'm back. Scrub that. Scrub that. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, all right. So go back. You were at the big gorilla. You talked to Silk. All right. If my dog would shut the hell up, I was getting into the meat. I was getting into the meat and potatoes of the story here. All right. So anyway, Silk's following my boy. I say, hey, Silk, I just connected you. Follow me. He goes, ah, you put me on the spot. And I'm like, yeah, give me that phone. Let me put my ad name in. So I got a follow from Silk. Then some former Gator players start coming in. Um, so I start talking to them. One of them, Ahmad Black, I got a picture with him. We were talking for a little bit. He was thrown back to Hennessy. Then I meet some guys who listen to Dan Levitard's show because they had a shirt on. I spend like the we spend like the next hour and a half drinking with these guys. We steal a couple bottles of rum from the bar. We're down on them, and then we're like, "All right, game time." This wait, 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 wait. hold up, hold up, hold up. Did you at least tell these guys that we just started an SEC podcast? Yes. Oh, trust me, I got I got probably ten follow. Look, I got guys. I got at least. 10 new Twitter followers, and every single one of them, I DM'd them my podcast. They're like, yeah, I'm going to listen to it. So I was, out here, I was out here working, son. I like the game day for you is just you pouring our show out. You're like, Promotion, meet baby. everybody. Promotion, <laughs> baby. Oh, my goodness. All right, so it's game time. Game time. You drank the rum with the, the Dan oh, Levitar guys. Let me tell game you time. How I, first of all, I want to tell you how I snuck into the game. This is where I'm at like an all-time Wait, you didn't have like, a ticket? Oh, no, 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 no. I did have a ticket. Let me tell you, I skipped the 200-person line. So, there is – Camping World did an absolute ass job (laughs) of letting people in. It was horrible. There were like four gates open, and everyone was going in at the same time, and it was ass. So, I looked at Sean. I'm like, I'm not fucking waiting this line. Like, we're we're, going to find a way to hop over this barrier or something. So I go like all the way to the where the gate's about to end. And you know like those like steel barricade things they have? Yep. Where there's a gap in one of them. And so I tell Sean, I'm like, all right, see ya. And I I go through the gap. And right where the gap is, you turn a corner. Like you don't really turn a corner, but like right where the gap is, is like where the where security is. Mm-hmm. And Sean was like, Parker, no, no, no. Like you're a horrible person for doing this. Like you're going to go to hell. And I'm like, no. So 
he he's still behind the barricade and i'm at this point i'm throwing my phone down into the little security thing so i can walk through the scanner so then he's like all right i'm getting fucking left because parker has my ticket so i forced him to come he hops the barricade comes in security with me so we passed like 200 people no one said shit the security guard definitely saw me come through this gap in the barricade and he didn't say a damn word and we go up we go up to the very top. I'm about to walk to my seat. See this guy with a pretzel. I walk up to him. I say, hey, let me get a bite of that petrol. pretzel. And I'm completely kidding. And the man goes, here, sticks out his pretzel, puts some mustard on that hoe, and lets him take a <laughs> chunk. You never met this guy? That, no, just like I literally walked up. So this is what I'm telling you. My buzzing was – I was but dude – I'm telling you, I just walked up to this guy and said, hey, let me get a bite of that. And he goes, okay. Parker is a different animal. Put some mustard on that bitch. And I took a chunk. So <laughs> then we get to my seats. And I'm like, wow, okay, okay. It's, it's, it's hot out. It's hot up here. But these guys behind me, four brothers. I'm like trying to get some details. I'm like, boys, we're about to be rowdy. I'm high fiving all of them. I'm like, it's good. Hey. Turns out one of them is in the military. I thank them for his service. The other guy goes to like Emory Riddle. The next guy, um, the next guy went to Florida. And then the other guy was like, oh, he went, he was a, he was, there were three brothers and the one guy was a friend of the guy. But it turns out like their grandpa was best friends with Bear Bryant. And so, like, they were all secretly Alabama fans. But, like, I was like, what? So this is what I said to him. I, I said, God forbid. They said, we have to, our grandpa. And I said, all right, God forbid. I said, is your grandpa still alive? They said, yeah. I said, God forbid this man dies. Are you still – are you going to go for the – like, you rooting for the Gators? Or are you going for Alabama? And they were like, no, we're going for Alabama. I'm like, oh, my God. But – uh, after that, some cooler guys came that weren't fake Gator fans, and they had all graduated there, and they were like 30s, and they had ran out like a mansion, and they had like strippers, and they all did like their fantasy football league draft, and they were all cool oh as gosh. shit. Yeah, they were, they were cool. Yeah, yeah, we were all There's like, like a chugging. group of bar stool type guys. Like just the whole weekend was about the Florida Miami game. Yeah, and their fantasy football matchup, which was funny because at like the third quarter. A guy who's a Colts fan and drafted Andrew Luck literally an hour before game time. Bro, like, oh. that is yeah. the biggest rip of all time. That is like still so insane to me. Oh no, I, I can't I'm right my brain about it. But the game starts. We're all hyped. Yep. Bada bang, bada boom. You know, so I'm super superstitious, and I forgot that I I don't wear a watch on game days, and I was wearing a watch. So I put my watch in my back pocket. Uh, at one point. Um, there was a bracelet. Someone next to me was wearing a bracelet and they dropped it. And it was like a, like the bracelet was like one of those rubber ones that are cheap that they had gotten in. Like they had to wear to get into like a bar or tailgate. Yeah. It was gold. It was FSU colors. So everyone started booing them. And I was like, give me your bracelet. And I chucked it off the the balcony of the stadium. Say, get that shit out of here. That (laughs) FSU shit. And everyone was like, yeah. So... And then obviously we had a heart attack there at the end of the game, and then well, we were all going. Well, crazy. I want to go through the game. I want to go through the game with you, like piece by piece. So let's fast forward oh, to halftime. Break down. What? Okay, okay. What are you? What are you and the other Gator fans 
thinking at halftime? Like, what are y'all thinking and feeling at halftime? I, I can't. Hold on a second. You're you're breaking up a little bit. I just want I, to know at halftime what are your like emotions? Because at that point, I was like, when y'all went in down at the half, I was like, this is this is not what I expected. This is a this is a, a big turn of events. Well, obviously we played like booty hole, turning the ball over and doing all kinds of crap in the first quarter. Or I'm sorry, the first half. But no, to be honest with you, bro, like I just knew we were going to come out fighting regardless. So I wasn't too worried, but I was like, I wasn't worried about the second half. I was worried that obviously there was a little bit of worry, but I was insane. Like I wasn't all down the dumps. Like the only thing that I was upset about was literally how uh, piss poor of a performance we had in the first half. Like, yeah. You know, we should have pro- we should have we should have been up in the first quarter. Or, I'm sorry, the first half, probably 14 to three at least. So that's what you know. We 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 gave we you know muffed handoff and and fumble and all that stuff on our on enemy territory is just it's inexcusable. So just it, it's heart that was heartbreaking. So halftime, obviously the band comes out, yada yada yada. I'm sitting in my chair. I'm like, oh my god. I don't know what I'm about to do because at this point I hadn't eaten anything. Buddy comes up, hands me another tall boy, started drinking. Then, you know, uh, ooh, y'all could buy off. beer inside the stadium. Yeah, it's Camping World, bro. Gotcha. This is like it's like Citrus Bowl. Like it's just like yeah. they don't. There's no college teams there so that play there on yeah, the regular. Yeah. I think so. So then, second half comes out. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. You know, we stop Miami. And then I'm like, all right, it's time to go score. We do that, uh, and then it's what we're uh, it's are we kick a field goal and it's ten to thirteen. Then we score a touchdown, and it's and then it's seventeen to thirteen. And then Buddy, because no one wanted to wrap up, broke out this freaking crazy run and brought. It yeah, took that it was to, ridiculous. Yeah, twenty that to seven. Kids from Georgia. Yeah, his name's Dallas. Yeah, his last name. Yep. He's from Georgia. So, He's from Gwinnett County, I think. Oh, yeah, I he was. He had, I, I could be wrong about the running back. He had, he had a great night, but it just we should have wrapped up. But regardless, they score. You know, Frank's uh, the first interception by Frank's was not like if you break down film, he had two receivers that didn't space it right, and it was either like I can get into detail, but essentially it was. It wasn't his fault. Our, I mean, yeah, our whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, it Let was. He threw you. it so high. No, Bryce, our Bryce uh, trip. If you look at the, um, if you look at the, look at film, he had, that's what I'm saying, receiver spacing. He didn't throw it too high for that receiver. There was another receiver behind him that he was trying to get the ball, and the receiver thought it was him and jumped up in the air for it. Bro. You see what I'm saying? Bro, are you, you are a Frank's apologist. I am looking it up. No, let me tell you something. And their interception was good. All right, so I'm like, holy crap. Like, this is it. We stop them. Then Frank's first play after interception, bam, 65 touchdown to Josh Hammond. Beautiful, beautiful throw. Beautiful, beautiful catch. Yeah, and, that then was my a man, Frank, and then my man Frank's punches it in. Yep. So, so at this point, I'm like, all right, 
all right, I'm feeling good. And the Miami fans that I was trash talking next to us are, are now starting to leave. Like, are they move spots? They move spots. So <clears throat> then Miami does all the shenanigans and all that stuff. And then all the pass interferences and blah, 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 blah. And the ref was a Pac-12 ref crew because they were booty hole. And we win the game, start hugging people. I'm like, yeah, Miami sucks. And then we start to walk out the stadium. So I I want to know what how you felt when he threw that second interception. Because that second interception was just straight up a oh, bad decision. Let me go on to that. That's right. Let me go on to that. First of all, I hated the play call. And to be completely honest, I didn't like really the offensive play calling all night. So I love you, Dan, but let's let's get that shit right. I know, man. You. This 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 best coach of all time, y'all got just making bad calls all night. Uh, I don't know about bad bad calls all night, but whatever. But that was a bad. I, I mean, run the ball, um, Frank's. After the game, you know, whatever he said, he said that. It, Essentially, he was trying to throw it out of bounds, and it slipped out of his hand or something like that, and that's why he threw a pick because, like, if you look at the coverage, like, there's no business he should have thrown that. So either A, he's done the truth, or B, that was, like, the worst decision ever, which I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not putting it past him to do either of those things. So, like, Bro, it keep I, very I'm, well. not, I'm not buying the I tried to throw it out of bounds and it slipped out of my hand. I mean, regardless, it doesn't really matter because – it, it is what does it is. matter, though, dude, because we've talked about this. Franks has a responsibility, attitude, leadership problem, and he doesn't want to just say, I played terrible. So he's got to say things like, I tried to throw it out of bounds and it slipped out of my hand. Like, bro, sure. like you can say what you want about Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm would never use that excuse. I mean, I don't – I don't – well <sighs> – I don't know. Dan actually said it, said it, not Felipe, but it's all about keeping well, Felipe. Look, Dan's a punk at the same, too, so I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm not looking too much into it. And like I said, it's week zero. Like, and Felipe is a fragile person, man. You got to keep his confidence there. Like, so yeah. I'm not saying you know if he if his confidence gets shot, he's 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 not he's nothing. So, I, you know, I don't care. Whatever he's got to tell himself and whatever Dan's got to tell somebody to keep his confidence up, I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, it was an ugly win. We, we squeezed it out. But, honestly, I saw I saw a great tweet that, that, that was my exact feelings about this game. I'm trying to find it right now. And it was essentially just saying, like, here it is. Question for Florida fans. This is from Derek Tyson. Question from Florida for Florida fans: Would you rather beat a cupcake team, sixty-five and zero, in an opening game, or win ugly mistake, win an ugly mistake-filled game against a good opponent, opponent, and actually learn more about your de- team's deficiencies before getting into the meat of the schedule? So I'm with that. Like, no, I, I by, You know, and 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 the thing is, is a lot of those mistakes that we made are totally like, like. We can those can be fixed, you know. So yeah. I mean, every most mistakes can be fixed, but I'm talking about this is just silly stuff. Like some of the penalties were just so silly. I'm not even saying like, like I'm saying regardless of the refs doing a bad job. Like some of them were like us just blatantly like 
like like just horrible like why um a couple late hits pass interference i'm like are you kidding me like that's just stupid stuff by us wrapping up uh you know trying to take the right angles forcing people into the middle of the field which is todd grantham's known to do so uh, it's just stuff like that it's just stuff like that that we need to get better at and and that's what i'm cool with and 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 honestly before that before that second interception Felipe was that's that's what makes me mad about it is because that whole interception completely flipped the narrative because other than that Felipe was having a great night. He was he was he was throwing 65 60% or above. He had two touchdowns, he had 256 yards and he had one rushing touchdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're looking up the stats, that's exactly what he 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 threw 17 for 27, he had 256 yards, he had two touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. Um and then through two picks. So that last pick obviously changed the narrative of his, of his whole night. But we got the win. That's all that matters. So I'm happy with it. I mean, yeah, I think my my take on the game was I felt like it was very sloppy on both sides. I honestly felt like both teams were just trying to give it away. Like Miami misses a field goal that if they had made, they could have – kicked a field goal at the end of the game to win. You know what I'm saying? Um, yep. There is multiple times where Miami has dumb penalties that puts them out. They muffed a punt, um, and Florida got it in the red zone. Um, you know, things like that. Uh, I felt like both teams were just making mistakes, trying to give the game away. Um, and I think that it was a it was two defenses just trying their best to keep their team in the game. Because um, there, were, there were bright spots on both offenses you know like you said Felipe was having a pretty decent game before that second pick um and he was you know P Ryan was playing well too and then on Miami like you know their their new quarterback that red shirt freshman um is his last name Hearns um I keep saying it wrong I think um Which, but who, Hearns, who are you talking about? Miami's red shirt quarterback what's his name oh uh, um um it's not Hearns Jaylen, I don't know who that guy. not Jalen uh let me look it up because I'm getting annoyed that I can't remember. I, you made me blank. Jaron Williams. Williams. Jaron Williams. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but he played well. And then um, I felt like Dallas had a good game. He broke runs and that sort of thing. Um, so I just felt like it was like a it was a it was a week zero game. Both teams were really sloppy. Um, neither one could like really put their foot down and pull away. And both had chances to win the game. Um, so. You know, it is what it is. I do think that Florida's got to figure some things out before they go into their SEC schedule. Um, I just don't think that 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 kind of production on offense and that kind of, um, you know, four turnovers a game is not going to get it done in the East. It's just not. um, You know, neither team seemed to tackle very well at times. Uh, Like you were saying about that big long run that Miami had, um, just not wrapping up. Um, and Miami's defense didn't tackle well either, even though they were causing turnovers and stuff. So it was uh, it was a weird game for sure. Um, it was exciting. Both teams faked, you know, field goals and punts. It was pretty intense in regards to that. Oh, that was the story of the game to me too. Was fourth down for Florida? How many fourth downs did y'all convert? Five. We were four for four on fourth downs. That is crazy. Yeah. At one point, I think I saw that y'all were 0 for 8 on third down, but 4 for 1 4. 1 for 8. 1 for 8. I recapped the game today. That's why I know all these stats. Oh, I know. Trust me. 
I know. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So I mean, it was it was kind of what I expected. I, I figured both teams would be sloppy. Um, you know, coming into the season, that's kind of what happens, and it really shows you why so many teams do play cupcakes um, in the early season because you are you know working out bumps and 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 bruises and and kind of getting that rust off early on. So, yeah. but yeah, one to know. Um, still in the top ten in the country. Uh, who's y'all's next game? Kentucky. Uh, no. So we have a bye week this week because yep. they bumped our game up. Then we play. Then we play. Um, Cupcake. Um, UT Martin, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we play. We play UT Martin, then Kentucky, then Tennessee. Okay. Then then another cupcake, Townsend. Then we get into the ground of the schedule with like Auburn, LSU, South Carolina, you guys, Vanderbilt, yeah. stuff like that. You know, so gotcha. but Auburn, so y'all, Auburn have, y'all have basically two weeks before your first SEC game. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we have two weeks. We have two weeks, and then we play Kentucky. And if there's any game that we're going to be prepared for this year, it's Kentucky. Yeah. So yeah, and and, I think honestly, man, we're about to talk about these week one matchups. Um, I've got the schedule pulled up. I can just go down the line. We can talk about them. Um, Texas A&M plays Texas State. That's obviously a cupcake. Um, and if that game's even slightly competitive, the entire world will be shocked. So there's not much to talk about there. What about Kentucky and Toledo? Kentucky could lose that game. No, I think people are too low on Kentucky still. Like I think I, I didn't say they would lose it, but you got to admit that like. This is a game that if there's going to be an upset, it could happen. Um, you're not going to like this, but I'm going to say this. If I'm looking at it, you're talking about SEC week one matchups. Yep. Off the top of my head. Well, no, this is easily the first, like the biggest not biggest, but easily the one that pops out to me the most is um, is Ole Miss and Memphis. I think Memphis could upset Ole Miss. Maybe. Oh yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I don't know about easily, but oh no, I no, they could. I can What's see it Memphis returning this year? They've had some good teams the last couple of years. What are they returning this year? Do you know, like key positions or anything? Dude, I I know nothing. But yeah, when it comes to Memphis, yeah. at least, but. Yeah, I mean, and another thing is, is like, if we're talking about week week one matchups in the SEC, and you're talking about the the most obvious ones, you look at Memphis, Ole Miss. I don't think Toledo and Kentucky, like, obviously Toledo's a, a bigger name per se as far as um, as far as cupcake teams go and stuff like that. But I don't see. I don't see that being any kind of matchup. Uh, you, I mean, Duke, Alabama. If Alabama is going to tr- tr- you know, pounce that thing. Uh, really, Georgia Southern and LSU is kind of like poking out at me, only because Georgia Southern's pretty has a decent program. I mean, LSU is going to win. Don't get me wrong. Um, but really, I don't know. Has Georgia Southern ever had a history of beating? Um, Oh, ha, 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 ha. Really good at home. I hate you. <laughs> what, bro? I'm just saying. 
I'm just asking. Let I'm me get some questions. Let me get down to the meat of it. And you're not going to like this, but it's honestly the most it's the most obvious answer. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. But other than other than Memphis beating Ole Miss, the biggest upset that could happen is Vanderbilt over Georgia. Not right. saying that. Listen to me. I know you're broing me, but I'm saying there's no other like no other upset is going to happen. That's my point is is that the other games are so weak. What about this, Auburn Oregon? That's a top twenty five matchup. You can't have an upset in a top twenty five matchup. No, but They're I'm both, just saying I don't you don't think that's like more likely that Auburn will be Oregon? Yeah, but an eleven in a preseason eleven versus sixteen, that's not an upset to me. Okay, I'll give you that. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. looking at South Carolina and North Carolina, but like both of those teams could be the, you know, those are equal. So to me, I think, like, I think South Carolina has to win that game if Muschamp wants to have a chance at a bowl. Oh, oh, 100%. 100%. Because this is their cupcake and it's a freaking, it, it's a power five school. So, yeah. I mean, I can go down the list. Obviously, if we want to talk, I don't know spreads on any of this. We can do we can do a little bit of uh, we can do a segment on betting spreads and stuff like that if we want to. But Texas A and M, Texas State, obviously Texas A and M is going to pounce. Kentucky, Toledo, I got Kentucky probably like I could see the score being. I mean, not a blowout, but I'm saying probably like thirty-five to seventeen. Uh, Ole Miss, Memphis. I mean, that's the upset right there. So it's going to be a high-scoring game. No defense, probably. The score is going to be something like 40, 48, 42, 48 to like 31, something like that. Something weird, but just high-scoring. Mississippi State, Louisiana. Mississippi State's going to pounce. Alabama's going to kill Duke. I, th- I think South Carolina knows that they have to win this, and I think they're going to come out and beat North Carolina. Tennessee is obviously going to be Georgia State. Arkansas is going to be Portland State, even though it's Arkansas and they lost to Colorado State and North Texas last year. Uh, Georgia, my score prediction for Georgia Vanderbilt, I was thinking about this earlier. I got 42 to 42 to 21 or 42 to 17. That's what I have. I think it'll Georgia will blow the brakes off and then Vanderbilt will score a touchdown late. Um, you know, obviously new quarterback, Derek Mason's a good coach, but it's just Georgia's going to roll because Georgia's obviously just a superior yeah. team. Yeah, I think it's just going to depend on, you know, how well our defense does against the run. They've got that Keyshawn Vaughn kid who's a senior and he's really good. Um, so, I mean, I think he's got a, the ability to, like, break off runs and everything. So oh, it's yeah, just going to yeah. depend on – how well our defense can contain them. Cause if their plan is to run the ball, um, they're not going to have a chance to like keep up with our offense. I don't think, cause our offense I think is going to be able to score pretty, pretty easily and at will um, against Vanderbilt's defense. I just don't see them being able to stop Swift and Harry and from, you know what I mean? Like there's just like, I mean, it's just an embarrassing riches on that side of the ball for us. So, um, I, I think that they're going to have to like try to slow the game down and, and hope that he can uh, he can really move the ball um, for him. Do you want to you want to? I'm going to look at the spreads right now. I'm going to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Obviously, Vanderbilt's running back. The only reason that we beat them last year is because he went down with an injury. Um, yeah. 
So unfortunately, unfortunately, like I hate to see someone get injured, but if it's going to be to any team, let's go Gators, baby. But um, I mean, really, that is the only reason we won that game. Like I'm not bullshitting. Yeah. Like the man was torching us. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I'm looking at the spreads. What do you think about? I mean, Missouri, Wyoming. I mean, all these are pretty. Uh, we're the two games we really wanted to talk about were George or Florida, Miami, and then, uh, and then Auburn and Oregon. And from there, everything else is yeah. just kind of, you know, uh, yeah. so, I mean, I think the Georgia talk- Vanderbilt game is a talking point, but not, not like the other ones. It's only a talking point. Cause it's an SEC matchup. That's literally it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what, do, what do you think? So like, uh, Texas, Texas A&M is a 30, uh, 34 point, Favorite over Texas State. Um, let me see here. I mean, there's just Mississippi. So Mississippi is actually a. Let's see here. Wow. So Mississippi State, or I'm sorry, Mississippi Ole Miss is actually an underdog against Memphis. What? Yeah. The spread oh, is they have crazy. They, they have Memphis. All right, so I changed my prediction then. Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Well, I'm saying it'd be a it'd be an underdog if Mississippi Mississippi won. Apparently, they have Memphis has a uh, five and a half spread. So if they win by six or more, that's crazy. Yeah. Mississippi State, they have them winning by 21 or more. Uh, Kentucky's a 12 point favorite over Toledo. Alabama is a 35 point favorite over Duke. Uh, Tennessee is a 26-point favorite over Georgia State. South Carolina is a favorite over North Carolina by eight. That's higher than I thought it was going to be. Um, let's see. What here. was that point spread? The South Carolina, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Eight in favor of uh, in favor of South Carolina. Huh. LSU is a favorite by 28 points over Southern. Missouri is a favorite by 17 and a half over Wyoming. And then they have Auburn as a three and a half point favorite over Oregon. Uh, we can talk about that, that right after this, which is Georgia is a twenty one point favorite versus Vanderbilt. Yeah, so there you go. I honestly think that that Georgia spread is a little <laughs> low. You think? See, I mean, but like I, but I could totally see the end of that, like the end of that game being forty two to twenty one. You know what I mean? Just because like garbage time and stuff like that, like. Does that make sense? Could you not see him in a being It does, but it does, man. But like, I don't think people understand like the debt that UGA really has right now. Like, oh, like it's, it's just about, yeah, it's just dudes on dudes. So like, even if Vanderbilt's going against our second and third string, they're still playing guys who are really good. Like, think about this. LeBron Cox was not going to be a starter. Yeah. That, mean, like, he's a five-star that played last year, and he wasn't going to be a starter. So so it's not – I just don't think our garbage time is going to be the same as, as a lot of teams' garbage time. So, I mean, it could be, you know, 42-21 or whatever, but, I mean, it just depends on – how early Kirby wants to call the dogs off. Uh, I guess we'll find out. I mean, I could just like, obviously I see Georgia winning that game, but I could just see the score being like 
you know, that's like a spread. It's just, I think a 21 spread is per, like perfect for that game. I don't yeah. think that's too low and I don't think it's too high. I think it's just like, you gotta really, it's, it's Vegas, man. They make these odds for a reason. It's because, I don't know. I like the spread. I mean, I, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to bet on that game because, I, I mean, I don't think that, like, I could j- easily see it being really just 21 points right there. Yeah. But, yeah. anyway, let's, let's, right, so let's, let's talk, get into let's talk this Auburn-Oregon Auburn, uh, yeah. game. Yeah, so, I mean, do you want me to give a prediction right off the bat, or what are you thinking? Well, let's, let's – I just want to talk about the Auburn quarterback situation. Um, I mean, they've got a true freshman coming in, and I know he's supposed to be a dual-threat guy. Um, so, do you think we see more of, like, the Nick Marshall-style offense from them? Um, no. No? No. I, I don't see him running the ball too much. I think, like, my, my thing is, is, like, I'll see, like, like, I kind of see him playing a similar role as Felipe Franks does with Florida and the fact that, like, they'll call a couple plays for him and he does, he'll use his feet when he needs to. But, they're, I mean, I don't think he's going to, you know. So you don't think we're going to have a lot of, like, um, run pass options or read options or anything like that. You're thinking it's going to be more, he's just going to use his feet when needed, but that's not going to be a focal point of the offense. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll see, obviously they're going to have run pass option and speed option and stuff like that. Probably, uh, you know, they're going to call that. And if it works, they're going to continue to go to it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm if just that's- interested because that that's the last time we really saw, um, Gus Malzahn's team, you know, obviously they had the year where they beat Georgia to make the um, – to uh, they beat Georgia, then beat Alabama yeah. to make the SEC championship. But really the last time they had, like, success throughout the season was with Nick Marshall with that style of offense. And I think that's the style of offense that Gus probably feels most comfortable with. So I'm just interested to see if he, he goes with that and if a true freshman can, you know, handle that kind of offense. Because that's a lot of responsibility – um, that's why I think he's going to to run and throw. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think he's going to try to keep it simple. I don't think he's going to ask too much from him. And that offense can get complicated because I don't even think us knows what he's doing half the, half the damn time. So that's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying that because I don't think that's what the type of offense they're going to run. I'm saying that because I think it's the first week and that complicated that uh, offense can be so complicated. Um, I think that Bo Nix, they'll run a very similar. I mean, I think if you had to combine how they play with Jared Stidham and how they play with Nick Marshall into one like playbook. That's how they're going to play with Bo Nix. I know that's like yeah. confusing. I just like, he's too good. At, he's a great, he, he, he's a good passer, but he also has, has, some, has some speed to him, but he's not, he's not the athlete that Nick Marshall was. He's a good athlete. Don't get me wrong, but you know, Nick Marshall to me was, was more athlete than quarterback. This kid's more quarterback than athlete. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not capable of doing plays like this. I'm just saying I think he's he's more than capable of beating people with his arm, and so there's no need to do that stuff half the time. Like the only reason yeah. they did it with Nick Marshall is because Nick Marshall was a noodle anything past like 30 yards, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, and I think I think it's going to be an interesting game just because I feel like so many games we say this like the key is going to come down to the trenches. D-line versus O-line, like, that's a storyline for every football game in of eternity. Like, every single yeah. game, that's the storyline. But Oregon does have 
I saw today where they have all five starters coming back um, for, for the offensive line. Um, so that's pretty crazy. But when you look at the fact that Auburn, despite whatever has happened over the last few years with Gus Malzahn, they've always had a ridiculous D-line. Um, and I don't think that's different this year either. So that's going to be really where it comes down to. Can those guys get pressure on Oregon's quarterback? Um, I think that is uh, what's his name? Herbert is that his last name? Yeah, Justin Herbert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then if he uh, if they if they're able to get the ball out quick um, on the edge and stuff, you know, in typical Oregon fashion or not. So we'll we'll see. Um, I think Auburn probably wins, but I don't think it's going to be. I think it'll be close. Like I think it'll be a, a good game all in all. What do you think? You think it's going to be close? You think Auburn pulls away? You think Oregon, you know, sneaks in and gets the win? I do have Auburn winning. Uh, I think that I probably have it as Auburn by 10 or 14. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but I could see I could see it being close. And then, you know, maybe a, a one one touchdown game and then Auburn makes a big play and and. and makes it a two touchdown lead and, and, yeah. and then their defense steps up big at the end and, and kind of seals it there. But, um, you know, I could easily see Oregon winning this, but to me, I, I just think that Auburn's defense is going to be, is going to be too good. And for some reason, Auburn, uh, you know, just likes to step up in these are typically can step up in these big games and just do something where we're just like, yeah, what, you know, is, so is the game at a neutral site? Yeah, yeah, it's in. Uh, I think it's in Jerry. It's at Jerry World. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's I at, think Auburn by Dallas. ten is a good pick. Um, and I hate to say that because Lord knows I would love to see Auburn lose. Um, with the whole world watching because they're the only you know big time game for this week. So I would yeah. love to see them just made a fool of on national TV. But um, I do think they'll win. Um, ten High scoring seems good to me. What do you think? Like, give me a score. Like, you think it's high scoring? What do you think? I don't think it's going to be super high scoring, I, but it won't be super low scoring either. I think it'll be probably in the 20s. Um, maybe, really? yeah, maybe Auburn 29 to 19, 28 oh, wow. to 21, something like that. Somewhere now, in that I got, range. I got some wacky score, dude. I think it's going to be like. What? I'm thinking it's going to be like 41 to 33 or oh, something oh like gosh. that. Just oh like, just like weird numbers. High. Sc- I think it's going to be like to me though. Now in football, like 20s is low scoring. So when you said yeah, it's going like, you're right. You know what there I mean? There has been a big change. That's that's for sure. There has been a big change. Like used to, I remember like like I used to be mad. Like if our defense held them to, um, you know, like. Like now, I said that wrong. Now I'm upset. If our defense holds them in the 20s and we don't win, I'm like, dude, what in the heck? But yeah. if used to, it's like if you gave up 28 points, you're like, well, how are you supposed to win giving up 28? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's what's crazy about it. But, I mean, I think both teams combined for about 70 to 80 points. Um, oh, my gosh. So, Dude, if Oregon yeah, scores 33 I'm, points on Auburn, they have some issues this season coming up. Well, it's not that I don't – it's not that – this is not discrediting Auburn's defense. It's 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 crediting 
Oregon's offense. I think sure. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I'm not like, I'm not even trying to discredit Auburn's defense. I'm saying if they give up 33 plus to Oregon, then I can only imagine, you know, what their defense is going to look like against somebody like Texas A&M. Cuz I think Texas A&M probably got more firepower than Oregon does this year. You think so? Dude, I, I just think, think Texas is going to be good. Justin Herbert's just a dude, bro. Like, I'm high on him. So you're you're I, you're high on him, is what you said? Yeah, like. It, I, like I mean, I think they're I think they're good. Like, I mean, they're D one athletes, and it's it's Oregon. They always have fast guys on the edge, receivers who can catch and and run the field with anybody. Um, but I think Auburn, man, I just have heard that their defense is supposed to be really good. So. If they give up 33, they that doesn't seem as good to me as like they've been made out to be. Well, I heard Felipe Franks was supposed to be really good, and people disappoint. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's been telling me that Felipe Franks is really good for a while now. I don't. He's going to win was, the Heisman. He's going to go. He's going to win the Heisman, bro. Bro, okay. Oh man, I cannot wait to our shoutouts. Oh, I can't wait. Actually, we can we can start wrapping this up. Well, okay, so if let's do let's do this. Pick an upset. Like, if there's going to be an upset across all of college football, uh, what do you think it's going to be this week? Yeah, all the games, if there's going to be an upset. Too hard to pick an upset in the SEC this week because there's not any good options. Man, man. Okay, this is going to this is gonna sound crazy. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that Utah and BYU were playing. Okay, that's cool. Man. I one stuck out to me, and it's like it's kind of crazy that I'm gonna. Uh, okay, okay, just one. Yeah, j- you can give two, but d- pick one is like the one you think w- it might be. Hot take alert! You ready for it? Yep. I'm about to fire some shots. Bah, bah. This is gonna be insane. This is hot take, steaming. Yeah. Take over Clemson. How about that? What? How about that? Did you just say Tech over Clemson? Tech over Clemson. Oh, Hot take. My goodness. Jeff Collins, baby. Dude, it's a new era. ATL, ho. That would be insane. Atlanta. 4 absolutely insane. I've got one almost, maybe not quite as hot as that, but it's still pretty hot, I think. All right. Throw it at me. Houston over Oklahoma. Oh. That was the, like when I said, "Hey, can I have a second one?" Because I was like, "I want to come out, I want to come out firing hot takes and be that dude." But at the same time, I was like, "I, I might need to reel it back. I might need to reel it back." Houston over Oklahoma. Here's Uh-oh. another one for you. Here's another okay. one for you. Louisville over Notre Dame. Bam, bam. Dude, dude, that would be insane. I would love it. I would love it. I would think it's the most the funniest thing ever. I think I would think it was funny, but I'd also be sad because I want that Notre Dame UGA game to be hype. Oh, I want it to be just the most insane atmosphere of all time. Are you gonna go? If I can find a ticket somehow. So if you're hearing this and you got a student ticket for a bald headed dude with a mustache at UGA, hit me up. If you I'm, look like a forty year old man, I'm in the market. It's not even forty, but this man looks like a forty year old man. It, all right. If you look like a dad that coaches Little League, hit me up because I need a student ticket with that description. Hashtag get shirt to Notre Dame. All right. Hey, Mike, 
my oh goodness, my computer's gonna die. So let's wrap this up. Shout outs, you got one? Yep, shout out. Ba bam, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Okay, what's what? Where's his? What's his shout out for? What's this for? For the coming out 66 yards, breaking tackles, scored the first Gator touchdown of the season, an absolute stud, earned number one jersey this year. Um, I mean, we need to get him the ball more, but hey, I love him. Good, I love him. He looks good. I love him. I love the All way right, he plays. There you go. You ready? My shout out yep. is for a Gator as well. Oh, I hate you. You ready for this? Say it. I know who it is. Just say Steve it. Steve Spurrier. Oh, I don't know who that is, but that's hilarious. That, that face he made after Felipe's second interception was the funniest thing I have seen in a long time. Like, you could see on his face that if he was the coach, he would just be losing his mind on the sidelines. Dude. Like, you've seen the gif, right? Oh, of course. I love Dude, Steve. he looked disgusted. <laughs> Dude, he was like, in his mind, he was thinking, what the absolute shit was that? Oh, 100%. He was not happy at all. Oh, did you see your boy Urban in a Florida polo? Dude, okay, let me say this. Urban Urban Redeem Tour here. Ever since he left Ohio State, he was someone said go Gators. He did the Gator Chomp, and he's been talking good. He's been talking some good stuff about UF, saying we're the best atmosphere in college football. He also says he loves Dan Mullen, and he was out there with Greg Stanky, the commissioner of the SEC, repping that Jordan Brand Florida polo. So, Urban, you lost me, but I just honestly second shout out, Urban Meyer. Welcome back, honestly, baby. Florida fans cannot be mad at Urban Meyer because he's literally the only reason y'all are relevant at this point. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. That'd be like that'd be like us being mad. That'd be like Georgia fans being mad at Herschel Walker. That'd be like Georgia fans being mad at no one. I don't know. Why would Georgia <laughs> fans be at Herschel Walker? No. That's what I'm saying. We wouldn't. So y'all shouldn't be mad at Urban Meyer. He literally gifted just, y'all two natty. He's just a he's just a sleaze, but I still I, I love it. I love him that, now. He Embrace fits it. in a Florida perfectly then. Florida oh, is like for the sleaze. You're right. He fits Florida in the, has a he, state. Florida as a state he, is like for the sleaze. Uh, oh, you're right, man. He definitely wouldn't fit into Georgia because he's used to winning national champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, man. We'll wrap this one up. So you sticking with it? Clemson losing to Georgia Tech? That's your that's your hot take upset? Look, put it on my tombstone, baby. Georgia put Tech over Clemson. All right, the man. Four, four. I'll, I'll let you know. It's uh, – it's a long week till some games. I think we got games on Thursday night, but uh, it'll be a sad three days till then. Oh, hey, man. See you, bud. Good night. See you, man. Georgia Tech over Clemson. <laughs>